0: for first pitch between the Central Rebels and the Festus Tigers here in Festus, Missouri in a beautiful new ballpark for the Festus Tigers. They debuted it a year ago. Back with it again this year. Should be a fun one. We'll bring you the starting lineups. brought to you by Shelter Insurance. Proud to be a part of High School Sports, your local shelter insurance agents. We're your shield. We're your shelter. Leading things off for the Central Rebels is Ty Schweiss. He'll be playing shortstop today for Central. Behind him in the order is Jackson Jones. He'll be behind the plate for Central. The number three hitter is Cason Murphy. He'll roam center field for the Rebels. In the cleanup spot, it's Sammy Callaway, third baseman. The DH today is Matt Mannion. He'll be batting fifth in place of first baseman Jonathan Boyer. The right fielder is Kendall Horton. He'll be batting in the sixth spot. The seven hitter is Lucas Whitehead. He'll be getting the start on the mound today for the Central Rebels. Job Bryant. Yeah, you heard that correctly. Joe Bryant playing baseball this year. He's in left field and rounding out the lineup is Barrett Henson, second baseman for the Central Rebels. Again, it's Schweiss, Jackson Jones, Murphy, Callaway, Mannion, Horton, Whitehead, Bryant, and Henson. Under 10th year head coach Ronnie Calvert, central coming in with a record of 3-0 and on the season as this pitch pulled foul by Ty Schweiss up the third baseline. To bring you the fielding alignments, here's Jared Pettis.
1: Sean, thank you. We'll start in the outfield for the Festus Tigers, wearing the gold uniform, similar to that of the Missouri Tigers. And left to right in that outfield, Brady Nolan. Husky and center. Jackson Gross, the right fielder, on the infield portion of the fielding alignment for Festus around the horn. Braden Montgomery, the third baseman. Hayden Bates, Jeremiah Cunningham at second. Mason Schirmer is the first baseman. The battery, Tyler Bissell. And the pitcher, who has an ERA of 4.67. the right-handed pitcher, Nate Moore. First pitch fouled off. Second one taken for a strike by Ty Rice.
0: The count sits 0-2 to him as that first pitch was brought to you by Boyd and Associates, turning complicated batters into simple concepts. Low and outside, fastball, misses for a ball, and the count sits at one ball and two strikes. Boyd and Associates, and bringing accounting, integrity, character, climb, focus, and dedication to our local community for over 20 years. The 1-2, in on the knees, called strike three on the breaking ball, and it t- sends down Ty Schweiss for out number one. Here, bring, here comes Jackson Jones to the plate. That
1: was a good breaking pitch by Nate Moore, pulled the string on Ty Schweiss. That one started at the belt on the inside and just found the inside corner of the strike zone at the knees. Jones in the left-handed batter's box, sitting deep in
0: the box. Waves at the first pitch, he sees, pops it up, foul territory, third base side, and not enough room as it lands foul. And the count sits 0-1 for Jackson Jones, sophomore catcher for the Central Rebels. Really was a phenomenal player for them last year. It's a tall ask, catching as a freshman. At the high school level, especially on a team such as Central, and especially a year ago with all the pitching that they had. In case of Murphy's back this year, Drew Hamsky was another lethal pitcher for Central a year ago, too, as there's a pitch that misses upstairs for a ball. One ball, one strike, your count. Just a lot of pitchers on that Central squad that can really throw. You don't want to be uh, holding them back, so to say. Just because of your youth, and Jackson Jones certainly did not do that. He's back again for his sophomore season as he takes a pitch high and outside for a ball. Two and one, your count. And into left field. It'll one hop in front of the left fielder, Braden Nolan, Brady Nolan. And on with a single with one out is Jackson Jones at first.
1: And that's good because you get Casey Murphy to the dish, batting 754 central, and a good piece of hitting by Jackson Jones to take it up the middle or the other way. Usually hear a right-handed hitter talk about that with the left-handed pitcher. Well, the lefty wants to do the same thing with the right-handed pitcher, and that'll be sending it to left field, and that's what Jackson Jones did.
0: Here comes Cason Murphy. throw back to first, diving back in plenty of times, Jackson Jones. No courtesy runner out there at first base for Jones. He's a phenomenal athlete. You don't really need to courtesy run him. One away in the top of the first inning as Festus pitcher Nate Moore gets set and finds the outside corner of the strike zone. Counts its own one for Cason Murphy. Moore, fastball, curveball, changeup. That's his repertoire. Peek to first from Moore, and he'll turn and fire that way, and back in time is Jackson Jones with a slide. This little swipe tag from Mason Shermer. It looked like that was gonna get away from him. It was so low, but he got just as low Got it in one smooth motion with no look. Tried to tag Jackson Jones out, almost got him. Pitch misses upstairs for a ball, counts hits one ball, one strike for Casey Murphy. Junior center fielder and lefty pitcher for the Central Rebels. Murphy awaits the one one pitch from Moore. Moore will turn and throw back to first once again. Really keeping a close eye on Jackson
1: Jones over on the bag. Sean, that's three pickoffs move. Today MLB day and age, that's a bulk. You can only have two of those. One ball, one strike, your count. High and
0: outside, missing for a ball. Part of the new pitch count rules, or our pitch clock rules, I should say. The Major League Baseball trying to make the game move a little faster. We don't have that problem down here at the high school level. It already moves pretty fast. The 2-1. Upstairs missing for a ball. Three and one your count to Caseen Murphy. When these two teams faced off a year ago, it was far closer than the final score dictates. Fourteen to six was the final. Festus got the victory in that one. But Festus was trailing heading into the top of the seventh inning by a score of five to two. They absolutely blew that game open in what was a shell-shocking top of the seventh inning, as there's a walk that's worked by Caseen Murphy. Two on, one away. Sammy Callaway coming to the plate now. Central just kind of ran out of pitchers that could find the strike zone in that final seventh inning as Nate Hamsky lasted only four innings. As Sammy Callaway awaits the pitch. Jones at second. Murphy at first. Two really good athletes on the base paths. As there's a pitch taken on the inside for a ball, 1-0. And a front door breaking ball on Sammy Callaway. He lays off of it. Moore sets about chest high. The 1-0. Hit in the air, right center field. Wyatt Husky, center fielder, closes the gap. There's the right fielder, though, Jackson Gross, as he calls him off. And he's got it. And that'll keep Jackson Jones at second and Murphy at first. And there's two down here in the top of the first inning.
1: Callaway got the ball in the air. That's what you want to do in that spot. If you can't get good wood on it, or good aluminum, I guess, you could say here at the high school level, just lift it, try and get it deep enough to advance the runner. Unfortunately, with the good track that Jackson Gross had on that ball, the, uh, the runner at second base, Jackson Jones, has to stay put. Matt Mannion digs into the left-handed batter's box against
0: the righty Nate Moore. Two away, two on, top of the first inning, no score. Moore The couple looks to second, and he'll fire in a breaking ball. Dropped in for a strike. Count is 0-1. Now, when I was asking what pitchers more or what pitches more throws, which Jeff Montgomery, head coach of the Festus Tigers, started to say slider, and then he checked with Nate Moore and he called it a curveball. But I can see why there's a difference of opinion in what that pitch is. It's got a lot of lateral break to it and some good velocity as well. That's a power curve if it is a curveball indeed.
1: That's not your, you know, big hook kind of curveball. Some could call it a slurve. Yeah, you could call it that that as well. That that usually doesn't have too much speed on it, like a slider would.
0: Counts it's one ball, one strike. Mannion up at the plate. Look to second. A long look, and the pitch. On the outside, runner takes off for third and the throw to third, gets off the glove of Braden Montgomery, and a throw home and out at home plate is Jackson Jones as the plate was blocked by
1: Tyler Bizzle, and Coach Calvert comes out fired up trying to argue that call. What he's arguing is that the catcher didn't give Jackson Jones a lane to run, which he yeah. didn't, but he was, he was a the f- throw brought him there. Yeah. So if the throw brings him there, now it was two throws. The third, a third had him already set up there, but the throw back, and he played it perfectly. The umpires are going to converse on this play. That'll probably be the third out. I don't see this getting overturned, a- Sean. You
0: seldom see a call overturned, but you're right and I think they just signaled out again. Yeah, they will. So that is out number three and will end the top of the first inning. And what a wild end to the first inning. Central looked like they were going to get their first run. Instead, it's no runs off of one hit, no errors. And when Jackson Jones caught at home, one runner left on base. Festus coming to the plate for the first time when we return after this on KFMO.
2: The St. Francis County Community Partnership is a proud supporter of local high school sports, and they remind you to stay alcohol and drug-free for your best possible performance. The St. Francis County Community Partnership, adding value, bringing hope, online at sfccp.org.
3: The Bullpen Sports Grill in Lettington is the area's favorite hangout for sports and fun for the entire family or even your office. Enjoy a menu full of delicious food, cornhole and pool, video games, and, of course, any sports game you can imagine on one of the big screens. Visit the Bullpen Sports Grill on Facebook and at 1500 East Main Street in Lettington. The kitchen now opens seven days a week and until 1 a.m. There's only one way to play in the bullpen, and that's at the Bullpen Sports Grill. You won't be disappointed.
6: Wade's Auto Service is a locally owned and operated full-service shop and wants to be your first choice for all your auto repair needs. To schedule an appointment, call 573-664-1302. Wade's Auto Service in Farmington is a proud sponsor
0: of high school sports. High School Baseball on KFMO is brought to you by American Family Insurance Agent Harry Peterson in Farmington, Bryant Restoration in Bon Terre, Mineral Area Overhead Door in Park Hills, and CarSmart of Farmington. Bottom of the first inning we go, and it's the Festus Tigers who will bat for the first time this game. We'll bring you their starting lineup brought to you by David Scott Haggerty of Shelton Mutual Insurance, 517 East Maiden Park Hills entering the parklands in 1955. Second baseman Jeremiah Cunningham will lead things off for the Festus Tigers, former Farmington Knight. He'll be followed up by Aiden Bates, the shortstop today. After him in the three spot, it's Tyler Bizzle. He'll be catching for Festus. The cleanup hitter, manning the hot corner, it's Braden Montgomery. He got that final out, recovering after it went off the tip of his glove and thrown it to home in time. Mason Schirmer, he'll be his protection. He bats fifth. He'll play first base today. The right fielder is Jackson Gross. He'll be batting 6th in the 7th spot. It's Cole Skaggs a DH for the Festus Tigers. Brady Nolan's a left fielder batting 8th. And the center fielder is Wyatt Husky rounding out the lineup for the Festus Tigers. As the first two pitches delivered to Jeremiah Cunningham, missed the plate for a ball. Count is 2-0 and again. It's Cunningham, Bates, Bizzle, Montgomery, Shermer, Gross, Skaggs, Nolan, and Husky under head coach Jeff Montgomery of the 1-2 and two Festus Tigers for the fielding alignment for the Central Rebels. After that three zero pitch, finds the low outside corner of the plate. Here's Jared Pettis once again.
1: Left to right in the outfield, Joe Bryant, Kaysen Murphy, Kendall Horton, around the horn on the infield. Sammy Calloway, Ty Schweiss at short. Barrett Henson, in the second baseman. Jonathan Boyer is the first baseman today. The battery, Jackson Jones. And, of course, the pitcher, left-handed pitcher with the 1-0 record and a 3.50 ERA, it's Lucas Whitehead. Fastball, curveball, changeup slider. That's what he throws And this one. Hammered, left field, deep,
0: running out of room. Joe Bryant, he settles on the morning track and makes the play. Well, Joe Bryant being tested early. He tracked that one all the way, that off the bat. That looked like it was going to go yard on Jeremiah Cunningham. There's a bit of a breeze here. There's a flag in left center field. It's kind of waving a little bit, so it's not as strong up top as it is at field level here, but I don't know if that made enough of a difference. It was hit to right about the 305 sign in left field. I think that's the bigger difference here is how big this ballpark is. Bitch, freaking ball dropped
1: in for a strike on the outside part of the plate. We talk about how big it. One of this ballpark is as far as some of the local ballparks out to center field. It is 305. Is pretty shallow, especially at the high school level around schools here. And this one popped up behind the plate, and Jackson Jones, two feet from us, makes the play for out number two. As far as down the lines that is 305. You have Bismarck. The right field porch is almost like the uh, Crawford boxes in in Houston little five, bit of an odd five, situation and we'll talk about this when we get to north county when i was there it was 320 down the corners now it's 310 but they haven't moved the fence
0: yeah where it gets really deep is center field it's 380 in right center and left center it's a flat center field wall so those corners are the deeper parts. Popped up, second base, Henson's there. And that is out number three to end the top of the first inning. Well, Jeremiah Cunningham sent it a drive. That's probably the only good look in that inning the Festus Tigers had. Three up, three down, no runners, and nobody left on base. Center Webels to the plate when we return. It's Matt Mannion once again. He'll get a fresh count after this on KFMO.
7: Follow the rainbow this month to find the deal of your dreams. Hi, Ashley Sism from Sam Sism Ford Lincoln, the home of the lifetime warranty. The luck of the Irish is the theme all around, but there's no need for luck when you shop here, local in town. Making us your first stop to shop won't ever get old, because this month we want to help you find your pot of gold. Trade up and trade out of your ride today. Don't think that you can? We'll show you the way. This March, get employee pricing on all new Edge Escape and Eco Sports. It's been far too long and deals have been few. But with X Plan pricing this month, we're giving back to you. A great car buying experience is no mythical creature in green. It's a local hometown staff that truly makes you feel seen. There's no need for luck or for shopping around. We get most buyers approved with no money down. Rebuilding your credit isn't like searching for Clover. Our team will help throw past credit over your shoulder. Follow the rainbow this month to your pot of gold and employee pricing. Hurry in to Sam Sism Ford Lincoln today. Call 431-3177 or online at sismford.com.
8: Credit requires bank approval. Negative equity may be refinanced. See either for details.
5: After I drop the kids off... I have to run across town for a meeting, hit the gym during lunch, Jake has soccer tonight, and Emily has gymnastics? Oh, did I turn on the crockpot this morning?
6: (laughs) With a never-ending to-do list, it's easy to forget something important, like setting up a life insurance plan with Shelter Insurance. Your local shelter agent can show you how to create a safety net for your family. Shelter Life Insurance Company, Columbia, Missouri.
9: Find the award-winning service you need with the Haggerty Agency in Park Hills.
0: High school baseball on KFMO is brought to you by Belgrade State Banks, State Farm Insurance Agent Chris Morrison in Farmington, and Pettis Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram in Farmington. Swinging a miss on a fastball to Matt Mannion, and with a fresh count, falls behind 0-1. to eight more, no score here. Top of the second inning, and Mannion will have to slide back in the plate. Fastball inside on him, and we're all even at one ball, one strike. Central Rebels wearing the navy blue uniforms today. White letters and numbers on the uniform, or white numbers, that is, with a red trim on the back on the front of the uniform, no trim around the white numbers. It's red letters, Rebels, written in cursive, and a white trim around those. The Central Rebel uniform, or logo, rather, on either side of the sleeves of the uniform. The 2-1 gets the inside part of the plate for a strike. We're all leaving at 2-2. Two and two. Gray pants in the uniforms for the Central Rebels as well. Festus, meanwhile, gray uniforms for the pants and yellow for the top of the uniform as there's a pitch waved at low in the dirt. It's a drop third strike picked up by Bizzle on to first in time, one away.
1: It's a good job by the catcher Bizzle to keep that one in front of him. Sometimes curveballs are tough to do so because of the spin that they have on them. They'll hop off of you and then go directly towards a dugout depending on the arm. And that's a right-handed pitcher, Nate Moore, but a good job again by the catcher, Tyler Bizzle, to keep it in front of him.
0: That'll bring Kendall Horton to the plate for the first time, and he swings over the top of the first pitch he sees. Got a little piece of it. And the count sits 0-1 for Horton, right fielder for the Central Rebels. The 0-1. Hit into right field over the head of the first baseman, but a foul ball. And Kendall Horton's going to have to make his way back and man that would have been two with his speed could maybe have been three bags.
1: Yeah. Yep. And man that one was just foul Sean. That was just foul. The umpire right on it. Yeah, the good thing, umpire Tim Portell. Well, a
0: good thing he was right on it because if he was, you know, if, let's say there's a runner on first or something like that and he's not standing there, he would have had a tough time making that call. It's one thing in You know, when you have an all-turf infield, but with the all-turf outfield as well, there's no chalk to see kicked up or anything like that. you got to have a really good eye on it. Hit on the right side, gets past the first baseman. There's Jeremiah Cunningham with the range.
1: He'll toss it to Nate Moore covering at the bag, and there's two down. That's a good job by Nate Moore to get over there, too. Sometimes you don't really see a pitcher, especially with that one being about 20 feet off the line, a pitcher think about running to first and covering the bag fortunately Moore was able to get there as Shermer dove to try and get it past his glove, Cunningham backing him up and the pitcher was there. Oh,
0: well, Cunningham's speed you have to be weary of that there's a pitch upstairs missing for a ball to Lucas Whitehead pitcher today for the Central Rebels trying to help his own cause in a scoreless affair, we got two outs in the top of the second inning between Central and Festus out, low inside, got enough of the zone, called a strike count is one and one. But Jeremiah Cunningham how about the range he showed off on that ground out I mean that's a single with a lot of second baseman that you'll see throughout the state of Missouri in high school baseball but Cunningham mentioned before a lot of Central Rebel fans familiar with his talents back when he was with Farmington. They know the kind of speed Jeremiah Cunningham has The 2-1. Swung on and missed 2-2. Two and two. Big hack there from Lucas Whitehead Joe Bryant awaits his turn on deck Two two to the lefty Whitehead, upstairs missing for a ball count runs full three and two. More just through his 30th pitch of the game. Half of them are for strikes. Are in the top of the second inning in a full count two away. The pitch. Swung and a miss, strike three. It's the fastball blown right past Lucas Whitehead, and it's a 1-2-3, top of the second inning. No runs, no hits, no errors, nobody left on base. Festus Tigers coming to the plate when we return. It'll be Montgomery, Shermer, and Gross after this on the Parkland Sports Leader AM 1240 KFMO.
2: LaCarrie Auto Body Supply, your PPG distributor for the parkland for over 30 years, is proud to support your hometown auto body businesses. Because these business owners were your classmates, they're your neighbors, your fellow church members, and their kids attend school with your kids. Support those who help support your community for years, like...
0: Dale Mosier Auto Body. Consider it done, consider it done right. When you need repair, there's no need to despair. Dale Mosier does it all for you. Best and put us to the test. Dale your auto Body.
6: Consider it done, consider it done
2: right. And unlimited Auto Body in Potosi, where experience counts. Remember, you have the right to choose who does your repairs, so count on Unlimited Auto Body for full body repair or full body paint and custom graphics. Unlimited Auto Body, located at 109 Missouri Street in Potosi, the carry Auto Body Supply
0: is proud to support your hometown repair shops. Hungry? The Riverside Grill on East Main Street in Park Hills has homemade daily specials or choose from a menu of other delicious entrees or stop by for a hearty breakfast every day from 7 a.m. to 11 a.m. The Riverside Grill across from the Farmer's Market in Park Hills. Get to Willett Home Furnishings in Bonterre for the guaranteed lowest price on Ashley Furniture.
8: Stop in and let us show you our huge showroom of beautiful Ashley Furniture and home accents for every room in your home. Choose from Ashley Living Rooms, Bedrooms, Dining Rooms, or Dens. You name the room and we'll show you an enormous selection with our lowest price guarantee. If you find a lower price, we'll match it or beat it, guaranteed. Ask us about interest-free financing and free delivery. Ashley Furniture, in style and
0: in reach at Willett Home Furnishings, Berry Road, Bonterre. High School Baseball on KFMO is brought to you by Shelter Insurance Agent Scott Haggerty in Park Hills, Kilster Mary Lee in Chester, Illinois, your local Plaza Tire Service, Little Caesars in Farmington and Deloge, and Graphic Options in Farmington. To the bottom of the second inning we go. Still no score. And it's the middle of the order. Coming to the plate for the Festive Tigers. Cleanup hitter Braden Montgomery leads things off. He takes the first pitch strike. And the count is 0-1. Lucas Whitehead on the hill for the Central Rebels today. Well, he had nine pitches to get through the first inning. Swing and a miss on a breaking ball that Montgomery is way over the top of. An off-speed pitch, rather. And the count is 0-2. Wind
1: up is... trying to go, trying to get in his rhythm quickly here.
0: I love when you see that. Pitchers that are, especially when they're pitching well, just want to go, go, go. The 0-2. Sliced foul off the end of the bats And it'll roll its way to the Festus Tigers dugout on the first base side Counts it's 0-2 That's
1: how Casey Murphy, Sean, got into his rhythm against Arcadia Valley They were just letting him work Paul Pasternak, the color man on that one He was like, <laughs> I'd have my better stepping out The 2 Hit high in the air Left field,
0: Joe Bryant tracking it once again He comes on and makes the play So much like the first inning, a pop fly testing Joe Bryant in left field. He makes the play. And we got one away in the bottom of the second
1: inning. Outfielder's going to shift over to play the pool here. After Jackson Jones calls out the left-handed hitter. You don't see even outfield
0: alignments this heavily playing the pull. There's a pitch in there for a strike to Mason Shermer. Count is 0-1 at the high school level. I mean, the infield is kind of shifting a little bit, too. Look how close to second base Ty Schweiss the shortstop's playing. And it's rolled towards second baseman Barrett Henson. He comes on. Quick toss to first in time.
1: Out number two. Even with how deep second baseman Henson was playing, he still had plenty of time to get in there on the slow roller and toss it to first. And with two away, Jackson Gross will come to the plates. Another lefty. Sean, I think if you're Jackson Gross, you have got to watch a couple pitches, hopefully not called for a strike. I mean, we're already 6 pitches into this bottom of the second inning and Whitehead's
0: generated two outs. This is the model of efficiency that we're seeing here. And talk about attack mode, he pumps that one in for a strike. The unfortunate part is Gross did take that pitch, but it was called a strike. Meal one. Outside, part of the plate, missing for a ball. And it's a 1-1 count to Jackson Gross. Gross still searching searching for his first hit on the season. only his 10th plate appearance. Waves over the top of that one. Won't come with a swing like that. A breaking ball, way low, way outside. Gross just waves at it and almost spins out of the box. Count one and two. Here's the pitch from the lefty Whitehead. Swung on and missed. Strike three. It's the same exact pitch, a little closer to the zone this time, but same result. Gross swings through it. Three up, three down, bottom of the second inning. Lucas Whitehead is locked in for the Central Rebels so far through two innings of play. We got no score between the Festus Tigers and the Central Rebels. Central back up when we return after this on KFMO.
9: When your home or business is damaged from a fire or flooding, call Bryant Restoration, 366-6351. Locally owned and operated by Reggie Abishan on Benham Street in Terre. Proud to be a part of high school sports. Bryant Restoration.
0: Complete Vision Care in Lettington and Festus, proudly serving the parkland's eye care needs since 1966. We would like to thank you for voting Complete Vision Care as the best eye doctor of the parkland five
1: years in a row. Complete Vision Care in Lettington and Festus, the ideal choice. American Family Insurance.
0: High School Baseball on KFMO is brought to you by Wade's Automotive in Farmington, Prairie Farms Dairies in Park Hills, Sam Sism Ford Lincoln in Park Hills, Missouri Baptist University in Farmington, and Wien's Insurance Agency in Farmington. we go. Still no score. Central Rebels best Tigers. It's Joe Bryant to lead things off as 8-9 and then back to number one. Ty Schweiss will all bat here for the Central Rebels in the third inning. And here
1: to take over play-by-play duties for the next few innings is Jared Pettis. Sean, thank you. Joe Bryant stands in. The right-handed hitter against Nate Moore who's still on the hill and Bryant swings and misses at the first pitch he sees as he's behind on the fastball. He's behind 0-1 and we get a check of the out-of-town scoreboard. Valley Catholic leading St. Genevieve on the softball side 2-1 to one after one inning. As the O one one misses low for a ball, it's
0: 1-0. Joe Bryant, you know, I was talking with uh, Coach Corey Schweiss, assistant coach for the Central Baseball team, about Joe not playing since he was 9, and here's one of the challenges that come with that. You're not seeing any semblance of good pitching at 9. You're not seeing any sort of breaking ball or anything like that at all, and you know,
1: nine years old, you're lucky if a lot of guys can find the strike zone. The one-two swung out and missed. Bryant chases one up in the zone, and that's out number one. And back-to-back strikeouts for Nate Moore, the right-handed pitcher, on the mound for the Festus Tigers. And that'll bring in the second baseman and the nine-hole hitter, Barrett Henson, batting 556 in the nine spot for the Central Rebels Ball Club.
0: Now keep in mind that nine spot a lot of times can be kind of used as a uh, pseudo leadoff hitter. And I think that's what you kind of got here with Joe Bryant being so new to making his return to baseball. Maybe put Barrett Henson who's got the better bat in the nine spots when it turns over he's the new leadoff hitter.
1: The 1-0 popped up to left field. The left fielder Brady Nolan to his right and makes the catch. And quickly two away here in the top half of the third inning. Five, and that'll bring in Ty Schweiss, who struck out looking in his earlier plate appearance to start the game. Came into the matchup batting 400 with four hits and an RBI. And in his second plate appearance, the first pitch he sees is a curveball, and he chases it low and away. It's one 0-1. Oh, oh so
0: We talked a lot about how well that... Lucas Whitehead has looked for central. Really outside of that first inning, Nate Moore has looked really solid for the Festus Tigers.
1: As the 0-1 misses away, the count even at 1-1. And the pitch from Nate Moore, off speed again, just below the knees. And Ty Schweiss finds himself ahead in the count, somewhere he wasn't in his first at-bat as it was quickly 1-2 and in that one. The 2-1 coming from the right-handed pitcher. Moore delivers. This one's fouled off right back to the Rebel dugout. And the count's even at two balls and two strikes. This will be the 11th pitch of the inning for Nate Moore. He needed 18 to get out of the first, 14 in the second. He's got 32 coming into this inning. And the 2-2 fouled off will do it again. Now at 43 pitches. An out-of-town scoreboard check, courtesy of Mineral Area Overhead Door at 1020 Woodlawn Drive, just north of Farmington. They install garage doors, awnings, and patio covers, windows, fencing, and more. For a full list of services, visit mineralareadoor.com. And the 2-2 as Moore works out of the wind-up. The pitch. At the letters, call the strike, Schweiss down looking again, and that is how the top of the third comes to a close. Rebels down in order, coming up to the plate when we return. Festus, 7-8-9, Cole Skaggs, Brady Nolan, Wyatt Husky getting their first plate appearance here in the game. Nothing, nothing to score through two and a half. Bottom of the third coming up on KFMO.
3: At Ozarks Federal Savings and Loan, our community loan program is designed for skilled essential workers and professionals. This program offers these individuals low to no money down home loans. So if you are a medical or dental professional or a community hero, call or stop by any of our Ozarks Federal locations to find out more. At Ozarks Federal, we know our customers by name. We want you to love us as much as we love our communities. Always loyal, always local. Ozarks Federal, the homeowner's bank. OFSL.Bank, equal housing lender, member FDIC.
0: High School Baseball on KFMO is brought to you by the Riverside Grill in Park Hills, the Leadco Community Credit Union in Farmington and Park Hills, the St. Francis County Community Partnership in Farmington, Culver's in Farmington, and Edward Jones agents Josh Brown in Farmington and Allison Kennan in Park Hills.
1: 789 do up for the Festus Tigers to wrap up their first time through the order. And it's Cole Skaggs, the designated hitter. This will be at-bat number two of the season for Skaggs. He's 0 for 1. Left-handed hitter. And a lefty-lefty battle as Lucas Whitehead works from the mound, and he hits Cole Skaggs.
0: Looked like a breaking ball that just didn't really have any break to it.
1: And that'll bring in Brady Nolan, the left fielder. As Festus gets their first base runner of the game. Brady Nolan. Sean, I just want to touch base quickly here. Cole Skaggs is listed as jersey number nine. That was number six batting. They called out Cole Skaggs. And now batting Brady Nolan as he watches the first one miss high. That's
0: definitely him. I wonder if it's one of those home road. He's got two different uniforms.
1: Ian Brown is listed as jersey number six. Here's here's a grounder right back to the shortstop. Could be two. Stepping on the bag to one. On to first. The throw pulls the first baseman. Jonathan Boyer off the bag. A good play by Ty Schweiss either way to get one, and that'll go down as a fielder's choice as Brady Nolan reaches. And there's one away here in the bottom of the third. Well, they get the lead runner there. But now it's Nolan at first. Wyatt
0: Husky up at the plate. So a little more speed on the base paths with Brady
1: Nolan. A decent lead over at first. Creeping a little closer to second. First pitch in there at the letters to Wyatt Husky. Another lefty at the bottom of the order. And the count's 0 and one Lefty, Whitehead, working from the stretch. Bunt shown. this one's going to go right back to Whitehead. He'll fire on to second for one. They won't get the speedy Wyatt Husky. Oh, they're going to you know, call the runner safe over there at second. It popped out of the glove of Ty Schweiss. He no- I don't think he really had it
0: cleanly. I think he's going to try to make the case that it was on the exchange, but I don't know if he really even made it any exchange at all. I think he just lost it. it popped out. That's what Coach Calvert's arguing
1: at the moment right now. The umpires saying, no, he never caught that cleanly. It could have been one of those situations where, yeah, you have to catch it cleanly, but sometimes on a transfer real quick, you just let it hit the glove. That's not a catch. Sometimes if you don't make the play, the umpires will see that, and that's what we have here. So you'll call that an E6 as Wyatt Husky reaches. Well, now a chance for Festus. Cunningham, who sent the first pitch
0: he saw for a ride back in his or first at-bat, he sent a pitch for a ride to left field. He's got a chance here to drive someone home.
1: First pitch missing high and away. He's ahead in the count now, 1-0. Two runners on. It's Brady Nolan at second and Wyatt Husky at first. And they've set the table for the top of this order with one away and a nothing-nothing score here in the bottom of the third, the 1-0. High at the letters just above the strike zone. And Cunningham's ahead 2-0, a hitter's count. And you mentioned it. He gave the ball a ride in the first inning. I mean,
0: that thing was a few feet shy from a home run to left field.
1: 2-0. This one's popped up towards the Festus dugout. The catcher and first baseman convene. But it drops just between Jonathan Boyer and Jackson Jones as they couldn't get to it in time. And the count's 2-1.
0: If that thing is hit a few feet in any direction other than to the right, because then it goes foul, Either Ken Lucas Whitehead's got a play on it, Jonathan Boyer's got a play on it, or Jackson Jones has a play on it, but it's just out of the reach of all of them.
1: We got to get a new baseball as that fouled off pitch. Has a seam popped out. And the two-one count as Lucas Whitehead, the lefty, comes set to the righty, J- Jeremiah Cunningham, and the two-one pitch. At the letters just high, Jackson Jones tried to frame it at the top of the zone. Didn't get the call. It's 3-1. and one.
0: You don't want to put Jeremiah Cunningham on base because then it's just speed galore on the base pass for the Festus Tigers with
1: their two, three, and four hitters due up. 3-1, bounced foul down the third baseline. About a foot foul past the bag. I mean, Cunningham, we raved about
0: his speed earlier. He'll be on first. On second, you're going to have Wyatt Husky, and then at third, Brady Nolan, as if it really means that much, who has speed on third? It's your left fielder.
1: Hayden Bates is on deck. Barring a double play, he will bat. With one away and a 3-2 count. Two runners on. Whitehead comes set. Takes a long look at the runner at second base and fires and swinging and missing Jeremiah Cunningham. Two away, and that's a big strikeout as Hayden Bates will come to the dish. And a strikeout number two. For Lucas Whitehead, and there's two away in the third inning. Cunningham tried to poke that backdoor breaking ball away from him
0: foul, just could not get a piece of it. And that's a big, big strikeout for Lucas Whitehead and his efforts to try to get out of this inning unscathed.
1: Hayden Bates stands in, 0 for 1 a day, 58-foot breaking pitch. Good job by Jackson Jones to block that one and keep the runner at second base. That runner, Brady Nolan, thought about third and said... Wisely went back to second base. Well, he knocked it down, kept it in front of him, and that's why Nolan has to stay at second.
0: He's a little more upright on that, and it ricochets off of him and goes laterally. Nolan's at third
1: right now. The 1-0 fouled off into the catcher's mitt. Jackson Jones has it, and the count's 1-1. One one. Jones behind the plate last year. Ronnie Calvert, the head coach for Central, talked about how he admired Yadier Molina and his ability to control the pitching staff, if you will, and I asked him the first time we saw Central when they played Arcadia Valley on Thursday, how much that has helped Jackson Jones and how much he's grown, and he said, oh, he's grown a ton, the game's slowed down for him, whenever the game slows down, it's a whole different game, the one-two as that one's fouled off, and swinging and missing, Hayden Bates, and... Lucas Whitehead will strand two runners aboard. Nothing, nothing through three. We head to the fourth inning. Central brings Jackson Jones, Casey Murphy, and Sammy Calloway to the dish. Two, three, four hitters in a scoreless ball game and a pitcher's duel from Festus, Missouri.
2: Lecary Auto Body Supply, your PPG distributor for the parkland for over 30 years, is proud to support your hometown auto body businesses. Because these business owners were your classmates, they're your neighbors, your fellow church members, and their kids attend school with your kids. Support those who help support your community for years like American Metal and Mineral Point, offering full collision and classic restoration over 100 years of combined experience. American Metal also gives glass replacement and chip repair, paintless dent removal, and a lifetime warranty on their work. Voted best body shop in the parkland in 2018. American Metal and Collision is located on Business Park Drive in Mineral Point. And if you're looking for name recognition, look no further than Brad Wooten with Brad Wooten Auto Body. Located in the beautiful Arcadia Valley, Brad Wooten has a 10,000 square foot state-of-the-art facility with factory trained technicians and loaner cars on site. It's Brad Wooten Auto Body located at 401 North Main Street in Ironton. LeCarrie Auto Body, your PPG distributor in the parkland for over 30 years, is proud to support your hometown repair shops.
9: Edward Jones is a proud sponsor of local high school sports on KFMO. Call financial advisors John Brown or Madison Brown in Farmington at 573-756-9002 for all your investment needs. Edward Jones, making sense of investing. Member FDIC.
0: High School Baseball on KFMO is brought to you by LaCary Auto Body, your PPG distributor in the parkland, Ozark Federal Savings and Loan in Farmington, Boyden Associates in Farmington, and the Kimber Monroe Law Office in Farmington.
1: Jackson Jones leading things off for Central. He is the two spot in the lineup, and he's ahead in the count 1-0 after the first pitch misses in the 1-0 pitch. This one's poked towards left field, towards the line. Left fielder got to come away. Oh, a dive, but he can't come up with it. It's past Nolan, and it's a fair ball. Jackson Jones standing at second base. He rounds it hard, but he's going to pull up there with the leadoff. Double on a 1-0 count, and Casey Murphy will stand in the lefty with first base open. Casey Murphy's got some pop, though, Sean.
0: Casey yeah, Murphy, heck of a hitter. Last person in the Central Rebel lineup you want to put base runners, especially those in scoring position, on. And we'll see how far Jackson Jones can get this time. He went all the way around the bags, is about two feet shy of home when he got tagged out by catcher Tyler Bizzle, trying to swipe home after successfully stealing third.
1: Jones now with a single and a double in this game, and Casey Murphy, who walked in the first. Let's see if he registers his first at bat of the game in his second plate appearance. Murphy playing center field today. Another really strong thrower for these Central Rebels. With Jones getting a lead at second, the pitch. That one's high and away as the off-speed pitch just slipped out of the hand of Nate Moore. Looked like a curveball. He just wasn't on top of it. Moore the righty. Coming set. Jones gets the lead. Murphy ready to go.
0: Decent lead by Jones over
1: at second, too. The 1-0 swing and a miss. Murphy behind the fastball. That evens up the count at 1-1. We saw Central Rebels' Ronnie Calvert get aggressive on the base paths in that first inning, sending Jones from second. A close play that went off the third baseman's leg and allowed Jones to scoot towards home as Murphy lifts this one in the air. The left fielder, I don't know if he sees it. Now he comes in, Nolan finds it, and he makes the catch. And since that one's in left field, that doesn't allow Jackson Jones to get the third on a tag. Yeah,
0: Brady Nolan kind of had an interesting path to that ball. He was kind of drifting around. It almost looked aimlessly for a second. You know, he had that typical arms down, but palms up look to him, where it's like I don't know where the ball is. The sun's kind of behind home plate a little bit, so it wouldn't be in his eyes at all from his vantage point. But he, one way or another, found track of the ball and got it for out number one, keeping Jones at second as well. That's the big thing.
1: Sammy Callaway in. More from the stretch. Callaway swings and misses at one at his eyes. Count 0-1-1. And, and what does make it a little bit tough, Sean, is the blue sky that we have above us. Yeah, there's clouds in it, but the path that ball takes up into the air for the left fielder, there's no clouds in sight. Got call that one a high sky. The ball can sometimes just disappear. The 0-1 off speed pitch. Callaway knuckles this one into the bluffs behind us. Count now 0-2 with one out and a runner at second. And Matt Mannion on deck. He's the designated hitter. He's 0 for 7 on the season. The 0-2 to Callaway. Fastball, Callaway turns on this one, sends it a ton to left field. That one's going to get to the wall. Oh, unable to make the catch. It's Nolan as he was right there to the wall but ran into it. That's going to allow the runner that is Jones to round third, and he'll come in safely. A double for Sammy Callaway as he tries to get to third on the throw. He's thrown out. Jackson Jones will score. It'll be an RBI double for Sammy Callaway, and as he tried to advance to third on the throw, he's gunned down by the catcher.
0: Yeah, just an opportunity for Sammy Callaway. I think he just got the jump on it a little too late. Tried to see if he could advance as the throw from Brady Nolan. I believe actually it was Hunter Bates, the cutoff man, was just wide of the catcher, Bizzle, and Braden Montgomery, the third baseman, Kind of in between both of them. Montgomery couldn't cut it off in time. But
1: Callaway just got there too little too late. And Central leads 1-0 as Matt Mannion's ahead in the count 1-0 oh as the first pitch fastball missed out in away. way. And the 1-0 pitch. That one right there for a call and strike at the knees. One way or
0: another. Central Rebels taking the lead. Whitehead dealing on the mound. This is a good opportunity for Central.
1: The 1-1. Old oh, check swing. He didn't go as the curveball... Hops to the plate. Counts 2-1 as Mannion's ahead in this one. Moore likes the first sign. He sees the 2-1. Fouled off on a fastball. And that one's going to hop over the Central dugout. And the count even at 2-2 with two away and nobody on. As Central took the lead on that. RBI double from Sammy Galloway. It was Jackson Jones scoring. As Matt Minion steps back in on a 2 2 count. From the windup, Nate Moore rocks and fires. Ooh, that one just missed. Sean at the letters, and was, the count's full. That
0: was high. It must have been a little outside, if anything, because I think we've seen that call to strike that high upstairs before.
1: The 3 2. And a full-count pitch, that one at the eyes, and Matt Manion works a walk.
0: Nice at-bat from Matt Mannion. Nate Moore, He's, he just allowed his first run of the game. You don't want to stop there. You've got the pitcher
1: beat in this inning already, and what's been a pitcher's duel otherwise, you want to keep it going. And that'll bring in Kendall Horton. He grounded out to the second baseman, Jeremiah Cunningham, on a good play to come get it. And an even better play by Moore to be at first base. Four to one was the put out in the second. Here's a pickoff attempt. Matt Mannion back safely. As this is the fifth batter to come to the dish for Central in the top of the fourth. They lead 1-0. More set, and he delivers. Showing, bunt. Horton, fire back to first. Oh, they got him. Matt Mannion way off the bag with the secondary, and a good job by Tyler Bizzle to see that and get a good throw to first, and a good job by Mason Schirmer to get the tag down. We've played four, or three and a half, rather. Central picks up the lead in this inning in a pitcher's duel. One-nothing is the score, and it looks like it'll be Lucas Whitehead still on the mound to work when we come back. Central ahead, one-nothing over Festus on KFMO.
6: You love your truck, and Plaza Tire Service is here to help you make it even better. We've got wheels, leveling kits, and, of course, the area's largest selection of light truck tires. With ATs and mud tires up to 35s and bigger, Plaza Tire Service has you covered. The pros at Plaza Tire Service can help you select a great combination that will work with your truck. Plus, with our Plaza Tire Service card or no credit needed financing, your upgrades can be easy on your budget. So take your truck from stock to spectacular with Plaza Tire Service.
0: High School Baseball on KFMO is brought to you by Shelter Insurance agent Scott Haggerty in Park Hills, Kilster Mary Lee in Chester, Illinois, your local Plaza Tire Service, Little Caesars in Farmington and Deloge, and Graphic Options in Farmington.
1: First pitch swinging. It's Tyler Bizzle, the catcher. He pops it up to the second baseman behind the first base bag. Barrett Henson's there. And one pitch, one away. As Tyler Bizzle after the really good play to pick off Matt Mannion. Pops out on the first pitch he sees. Well, that's what you want to see out of your pitcher.
0: In a pitcher's duel like this, even when you get just one run, I want that quick inning out of a pitcher. And Whitehead's been doing that all game, quick innings, but I want to immediately get the offense
1: right back out there, see the pitcher back on the mound once again. And two pitches. We're going to have two outs as he grounds it. That's Braden Montgomery to Barrett Henson, and he's been in both plays and scored that one 4-3 on the putout. Two away. And Mason Shermer will likely take the first pitch. As the lefty stands in and the outfielders will go back into that pool situation as will the infield a little bit. Modified shift, if you will. Shermer against Whitehead. Lefty-lefty battle. And Shermer watches the first one catch the outside part of the plate for a strike. I don't know if you call it so much as like they shifted over as much as they Took kind of step. just scooted over. <laughs> the to, 0-1 to scoot more than a shift. That one on the outside part of the plate and in the turf, one and one.
0: But I mean, you can look at just you have to only look at the middle infielders. Barrett Henson is pretty much equidistant from first base and second base, and Ty Schweiss is sitting maybe about 10 yards, nine yards away from second.
1: The 1-1 missing high and away. It's 2-1 two, 2 and one on the count. Central leading one nothing here in the bottom of the fourth. The 2-1. One. This one popped in the air down the right field line. That one's going to hook and slice out of play for a foul ball. And the count is even at 2-2. Two and two.
0: Lucas Whitehead has been super efficient throughout this game. And when you're throwing a sophomore, you need them to be because they're only maxing out at 95 pitches. But Whitehead so far... Two outs in the fourth inning. That was his 40th pitch he just threw.
1: The 2-2. This one towards the right left field side, diving. Ty Schweiss can't keep it in front of him. That'll be the first hit in the game for the Festus Tigers. The Schweiss time full time extension, no but it gross. just got underneath his
0: glove. Wasn't able to get low enough fast enough. And we got another runner on for the
1: Festus Tigers. that to bring in Jackson Gross, the right fielder. He struck out swinging in the second inning. With two away here in the bottom of the fourth. Gross leans out of the way of that one. On the inside part of the plate. Called the ball. Jackson Gross, another lefty. So you got righties at the top of the order. Then you go into Montgomery, a righty. Schirmer is a lefty. Gross, a lefty. Skaggs, a lefty. As the 1-0 at the knee is called a strike. Then you got Brady Nolan. And Wyatt Husky rounds out the bottom of the order. And he's a lefty. The 1-1. One, one. Swing and a miss, 1-2. and two. That was a big hack from Jackson Gross. You might have heard the, uh, the pitch from here. Not the pump of the glove, but the ball making its way to the plate. I felt the whoosh of the bat <laughs> when that thing waved past us as well. Two outs, the 1-2 with a man on. Swing and a miss. Struck him out. Gross down swinging for the second time. And that's how the fourth inning comes to a close. Central leading 1-0. They bring Lucas Whitehead, Joe Bryant, and Barrett Henson to the plate right after this. But first, Kendall Horton, His he was at the dish when the runner, that was Matt Manion was picked off. So it'll be Horton, Lucas Whitehead, and Joe Bryant due up for Central. They lead 1-0 through four innings on KFMO.
7: Follow the rainbow this month to find the deal of your dreams. Hi, Ashley Sism from Sam Sism Ford Lincoln, the home of the Lifetime Warranty. The luck of the Irish is the theme all around, but there's no need for luck when you shop here, local in town. Making us your first stop to shop won't ever get old, because this month we want to help you find your pot of gold. Trade up and trade out of your ride today. Don't think that you can? We'll show you the way. This March, get employee pricing on all new Edge, Escape, and Eco Sports. It's been far too long and deals have been few. But with X Plan pricing this month, we're giving back to you. A great car buying experience is no mythical creature in green. It's a local hometown staff that truly makes you feel seen. There's no need for luck or for shopping around. We get most buyers approved with no money down. Rebuilding your credit isn't like searching for clover. Our team will help throw past credit over your shoulder. Follow the rainbow this month to your pot of gold and employee pricing. Hurry in to Sam Sism Ford Lincoln today. Call 431-3177 or online at SismFord.com.
8: Credit requires bank
6: approval. Negative equity may be refinanced. See either for details. You love your truck, and Plaza Tire Service is here to help you make it even better. We've got wheels, leveling kits, and, of course, the area's largest selection of light truck tires. With ATs and mud tires up to 35s and bigger, Plaza Tire Service has you covered. The pros at Plaza Tire Service can help you select a great combination that will work with your truck. Plus, with our Plaza Tire Service card or no credit needed financing, your upgrades can be easy on your budget. So take your truck from stock to spectacular with Plaza Tire Service. High School Baseball on KFMO is brought
0: to you by American Family Insurance Agent Harry Peterson in Farmington, Bryant Restoration in Bon Terre, Mineral Area Overhead Door in Park Hills, and CarSmart of Farmington.
1: Horton leading things off for the Central Rebels. Off-speed pitch from Nate Moore, who's still working from the mound. Gets to the backstop, and Horton ahead in the count, 1-0. Oh. Well, we got what
0: the Central Rebels wanted Out of their pitcher, Lucas Whitehead, who's due to bat second here. Quick inning, efficient one. And Central's back out there with a chance to see if they can get to Nate more
1: once again and pad their lead. Horton shows Bunt and pulls back one in the turf. It's 2-0. Central leading 1-0 from Festus, Missouri, home of the Tigers. They're the home team wearing the yellow jerseys. The 2-0. That one low as well. Ooh, man, got the base of the strike zone. Kendall Horton doesn't like the call, but it's a 2-1 count. Now, I mentioned
0: the Central Rebels wanting to add to their lead, and as we saw when these teams played down in Park Hills a year ago that no lead is safe against this Festus Tigers bunch. Horton pushes this one down the right field foul line. It's going to hook and get out of play. A lot of that was due to some self-inflicted mistakes made by the Central Rebels. Hamsky, solid game from him when he started it. He went four innings complete, one hit, no runs, three walks, two strikeouts. It was after he came out of the game when things really got dicey for the Central Rebels. Brendan Jenkins pitched an inning of relief. He allowed two runs, walked one. Okay, not so bad. Cason Murphy came in, pitched an inning, one walk. That's not bad.
1: 2-2, two, two, fouled off. We'll do it again. Horton's staying alive.
0: It's after that when things got really bad for the Central Rebels, and they just could not find the strike zone. The, in the top of the seventh inning, Colin White, uh, Lucas Whitehead, excuse me, he walked three batters, only got one out. Kendall Horton walked five batters, getting only one out. Jet Bridges came in, didn't record an out. He walked three, and finally, each came in that elusive third and final out to mercy, mercifully end that seventh inning where the Festus Tigers would put 12 runs up on the board.
1: The 2-2 two, two just misses outside. Horton ahead 3-2 and the payoff pitch. Bouncer on a double hop to the third baseman. Montgomery there on the first and a good stretch by Shermer. They retire Kendall Horton. 5-3 on the put out and Lucas Whitehead will stand in. Whitehead, as I mentioned, one of those
0: pitchers that just had that tough seventh inning collectively for the Central Rebels. And it was a lot of just, you know, self-inflicted wounds that they had there. They just kept walking home run after run after run in that ball game. I mean, you got a total of 11 walks between just Whitehead, Horton, and Bridges in that contest in just that inning.
1: As Whitehead watches the first pitch he sees. Miss just high and a little bit inside for a ball. And the 1-0 from Moore from the windup. That one's in there at the letters. Count even at 1-1. One one. Whitehead struck out swinging in his first at bat in the second. That actually ended the second inning. And the 1-1. Off speed pitch. At the knees. Call the strike. Whitehead behind 1-2. and two. Nate Moore... He's got the zip on his fastball, and he's really got the hook on that curveball, Sean. He's looked really good throughout this game. It's just
0: Central Rebels were the first ones to draw blood. The one, two. That one run is the difference in this ballgame so far. I mean, Central's threatened before. You go back to the very first inning where Jackson Jones almost came around to score, but, I mean, that was because he stole third and then almost had a chance to steal home. It's not like he got knocked around more.
1: As Whitehead swings and misses at the 2-2 pitch, down on strikes again. With two away, that'll bring up Joe Bryant, who struck out in his first at-bat.
0: Bryant chased one way upstairs in that at-bat. And trying to adjust to his first time seeing some serious live pitching in his life. I mentioned before, when you're nine years old, you're not facing anyone that's really got velocity or anything like that. The good pitchers, they throw a little hard, and they find the strike zone at nine years old.
1: Bryant swings through the fastball. He sees he's behind 0-1 with two away. And those pitchers, if they do at 9 have the zip, they don't have the location. Yeah. The 0-1. Just a bit outside and the counts, 1-1. Good job by Bryant to lay off of that one. I want to see what happens if
0: Joe Bryant squares up on one. I mean, that first swing that we saw from him the swing and miss that was a big hack from him and joe bryant pound for pound is one of the strongest players we've seen come through our area in quite some time i'd really love to see the kind of power he can generate if he squares
1: up on one the 1-1 one, one misses inside for a ball it's 2-1-1 bryant ahead in the count and the 2-1 pitch fouled off to the backstop and the counts even at two balls and two strikes As that one just got the tip of the netting behind home plate. I actually wasn't ready for that. That thing, I didn't know it was coming our way. It landed on the opposite side of the fence, thankfully. Sitting here with a couple Apple products sprawled out on the table. 2-2. This one fouled off again to the netting as Bryant stays alive. Just behind the fastball. If he can time it up. That probably would have been an extra base hit if not a single. Nate Moore again with the 2-2 count. Likes the first sign he sees from the windup. He deals. Swing and a miss. Bryant down swinging on another fastball high. And that's how inning number five on the top portion comes to a close. We head to the bottom of the fifth inning. 7-8-9. Do up for Festus. Cole Skaggs, Brady Nolan, Wyatt Husky as Central leads one nothing here on the Parkland Sports Leader KFMO.
3: At Ozarks Federal Savings and Loan, our community loan program is designed for skilled essential workers and professionals. This program offers these individuals low to no money down home loans. So if you are a medical or dental professional or a community hero, call or stop by any of our Ozarks Federal locations to find out more. At Ozarks Federal, we know our customers by name. We want you to love us as much as we love our communities. Always loyal, always local. Ozarks Federal, the homeowner's bank. OFSL.Bank, equal housing lender, member FDIC. High
0: School Baseball on KFMO is brought to you by Cozine Memorial Chapel in Farmington. Complete vision care in Lettington and Festus. Chris Offenberg, GM Superstore in Farmington. First State Community Banks. willet we'll home furnishings in Bonterre and Farmington. And shelter
1: insurance agent J.J. Vickers in Bonterre.
0: We're
1: going to correct ourselves from earlier in the game. The designated hitter is Ian Brown. A late change before the contest. And he bats from the left-handed batter's box to start the bottom of the fifth inning. And he sends this one a ton to left field. Bryant going to go back to his right, going to dive almost. (laughs) Oh, he thought about diving, but instead he just reached out and held on. I was screamed by the umpire, but a good play by Joe Bryant. And one pitch and one out as Ian Brown flies out. He kind of leaned, and
0: if he didn't have the balance that he does, he probably would have had to dive. But full extension from Joe Bryant just to reach out and snag that one. Nice play.
1: And the right-handed hitter, Brady Nolan, stands in. He reached on a fielder's choice in the third. Reaching for the off-speed pitch. Sammy Callaway going to boot it. He's still got time. on the first. A stretch. Not in time. Yeah, he just ran out of time. Too much speed from Brady Nolan.
0: So that'll go down as an E5 on Sammy Callaway, who's got some big shoes to fill, Sammy Callaway, trying to fill the shoes of Jet Bridges, who was the third baseman for the Central Rebels for a long time. Cleanup hitter last year as well. Sammy Callaway
1: did get a lot of time for Central a year ago, but like I said, Jeff Bridges is a tough act to follow. That'll be the second error for Central, and a pickoff move by Lucas Whitehead still on the mound for the Rebels. Back safely, though, Brady Nolan, the left fielder, and Wyatt Husky, the center fielder, and he reached on an error in the third. See if he puts down a bunt here. Swinging at the first pitch he sees, and that one's fouled off. So no bunt on at the moment. And an 0-1 count as Whitehead toes the rubber and Husky back into the left-handed batter's box. One away here, another pickoff move, and again, back safely, Nolan. He wasn't off too far. You often see teams working that Stanford 5 base running style with lefties on the hill, and we're not seeing that here with Festus as that one just misses inside, and the count's even at 1-1. One and one. Usually, Sean, with a Stanford five, you'll get about three to three and a half steps at first, and whenever the pitcher moves, you take another step, no matter which way he's going. A 2-1. And I wonder if just having a lefty on the mound, it's early
0: in the season, it's a one-run game. Festus has seldom had runners throughout this game. I wonder if it's just, hey, don't even risk it. Like, you know, that one extra step versus the odds of you
1: getting picked off, it's not worth the extra step. The 2-1 just misses. I'm not sure where. Neither is Jackson Jones. And it's a 3-1. Th- he kind of held it there for a minute. It's always fun. The passive aggressiveness you'll see from catchers when they don't get the call that they like from the umpires. Pitchers as well. Another pickoff move. Back safely is the runner, Brady Nolan. You know, when they... The pitcher will sometimes kind of just
0: not move at all after delivering a pitch. Freeze there. The catcher will do that same thing sometimes. Hold it in
1: a spot. The 3-1, that looks like it's pretty close to the same spot. Called a strike, and the count's full 3-2. One away in the bottom of the fifth. Wyatt Husky going to step out. Now step back in as Lucas Whitehead comes set, and another pickoff move, and again back safely is Brady Nolan, and we'll redo the 3-2 count. Whitehead not really whipping it over to first, just trying to see if he can catch Nolan leaning a little bit. An interesting opportunity to put the hit and run on if you're Festus. The 3-2. This one's bounced to the first baseman. A late throw on the delayed, and that's all they'll get. As Jonathan Boyer was right there at the back. Could have stepped on it and then fired to second. Instead, they opt to get the lead runner as he had to wait for the shortstop Ty Schweiss to get to the bag. And I think
0: it was either waiting for Ty Schweiss to get to the bag or the mental lapse of, oh, should I step on first base? That caused that delay from Boyer. I think it was one of those two things, but you're right. If he stepped on the bag, fired a second, they would have had a chance to get the lead out. But I think if you're Boyer and uh, if, if you're, The head coach of the Central Rebels, Ronnie Calvert, he's out for a meeting right now. I think you're pretty happy with how that went as we're going to get a new pitcher for the Central Rebels as Cason Murphy is going to make his way from center field. Looks like he's going to come in to pitch here in this game.
1: As the final line score for Lucas Whitehead, he'll go four and two-thirds, giving up just one hit in the game. Really good performance for Whitehead. And that may be to use him later on in the week. Now he wouldn't have as oh, much as a, of a weight, but keep in mind it's early season as yep, well. They could yep. be
0: building these arms up here and it was 53 total pitches for Whitehead. So he could have had a hard ca- or a soft limit of 50 pitches. Once you cross that, your day is going to be done. So that could have been the case as well here. And that'll bring Whitehead into first base. Kendall Horton, I believe made his way over to center field. And in right field now, coming into the game we'll get is Matt four. Mannion, I yes. believe, that's in right field that now. That is correct. So it's Kendall Horton in center. Matt Mannion enters the game in right field. Casey Murphy takes over on the mound for the Central Rebels.
1: And Murphy, another lefty, and he has some pop behind his fastball, Sean. And he likes to work quickly. Two away in this fifth inning. Murphy will likely work the rest of this contest for Central in a one nothing advantage. As White it allows one hit, no runs, no earn, and he struck out four. Didn't walk any, but he did hit a batter. And that'll, uh, that'll lower that 3.50 ERA. He, he is, though, responsible for that runner at first base. The book not entirely closed on Lucas Whitehead yet.
0: Jason Murphy in the game. He'll be making his third appearance of the season. He has faced 24 batters, thrown only 90 pitches total on the year. He has allowed just one hit, two walks, and has struck out 14 on the season. Those are some pretty good pitching lines from Casey Murphy, one of the best baseball players, especially pitchers in our
1: area. And Jeremiah Cunningham, the leadoff hitter in this Tigers lineup, will stand in with two away. And this is the third time through the Festus order as we begin it. We've gone through it twice, and maybe that is also a. Going into the decision of Ronnie Calvert, it'll be interesting to hear what he has to say after the game about yeah. taking out Lucas Whitehead. I don't
0: know if it's maybe just twice through and you're done, or 50 pitches is the soft limit, final out after 50 pitches, you're done. But I imagine it's something to do with that. So
1: Lucas Whitehead was pitching phenomenal in this game, and he's certainly a contender for some free pizza as well. The 0-1, that one on the outside part of the plate, back-to-back off-speed pitches and the counts 1-1. Little Caesars brings you the Little Caesars pizza, pizza player of the game. Their locations are in Farmington and Deloge. They have lunch at a price you can afford as the 1-1 swung on and missed. It's now 1-2. You get two slices of pizza and a 20-ounce drink for $4.50. Add a half order of breadsticks for a dollar more or a four-slice deep dish pizza and a 20-ounce drink for $5.50. Available from 10.30 a.m. to 3 p.m. at Little Caesars. As swinging and missing is Cunningham. The runner goes to second, and that will open up first base. Cunningham down to first. K2-3 to three on the putout. And that is how the fifth inning comes to a close. We've played five full. Central leading Festus, 1-0. And Sean Malone takes you the rest of the way after this on KFMO.
9: Edward Jones is a proud sponsor of local high school sports on KFMO. Call financial advisors John Brown or Madison Brown in Farmington at 573- 756-9002 for all your investment needs. Edward Jones, making sense of investing. Member FDIC.
5: You know Mineral Area Overhead Door has sold and installed garage doors and openers since 1978, but we also have windows, patio covers, screen rooms, and more. Check out our beautiful showroom on Highway 67 in Farmington or visit MineralareaDor.com. Need a hinge? cable? Remote? Yeah, we've got that. Mineral Area Door has a huge inventory of parts for your convenience. Call 431-6123 or visit our website at mineralareadoor.com. Serving you since 1978.
0: Nine-hitter Barrett Henson leads off the top of the sixth inning, trying to drop a bunt, and instead of dropping a bunt, he popped a bunt. Way up in the air, Brady Montgomery coming in from third had the easy out, and there's one down to bring Ty Schweiss to the plate. Central Rebels with the lead, one nothing. And this one sliced foul by Ty Schweiss, trying to do something other than strikeout looking in his third time at the plate. He's behind in the count. 0-1 to Nate Moore, who remains in the game. Neal one. Fouled straight back, way out of play. And the count sits, no balls, two strikes to Ty Schweiss. That's tough. really had his number today.
1: Just about to say, that's tough for Schweiss. You don't want to strike out looking quickly or behind
0: 0-2. Bitch breaking ball this time and getting a piece of it and fouling it off is Ty Schweiss.
1: Jump and just get a piece of the bat on it to stay alive. As he was reaching for one outside, the Central Rebels I noticed got some new clean uniforms this year with a new
0: ball cap logo as well. That one fought off foul. It's not the usual Cincinnati Reds logo that you've seen in recent years from the Central Rebels. However, the helmets of the for the Central Rebels still feature that same Cincinnati Reds letter C on the helmets. I got to get some uh, stickers and peel that off and (laughs) apply the uh, new stickers on those helmets. Here's the 0-2 once again from Moore to Schweiss. It's fought off foul once again. And that is the sign of a tough hitter is when you're trying to get them out. And keep in mind, the first two strikeouts for Schweiss through this game were looking, not swinging. And anything close to the zone, he's just fighting off foul. Pitch again. Fought off foul
1: one more time. Why not? Four straight foul balls with a two-strike count. Make the pitcher work. As Moore came into the inning, Sean, with 87 pitches.
0: You go back further than that, it's six straight foul balls. Every pitch in this inning so far to Ty Schweiss has been fought off foul. 0-2. Hit in the air. Left field. Brady Nolan moves to his left a little bit. He's got it, and there's two down.
1: To, that's a good at-bat for Ty Schweiss. I think he could be happy with that. You were behind 0-2 for the entirety of those four foul balls, but you got good looks at several different pitches, and then you were able to get make good wood on it but hit it right at a player. So I think overall he might be satisfied with that at-bat. I
0: think he'd be a little happier than not striking out, but whether or not he crossed the line to become happy with it, we'll see, especially in a one-run ball game. And Jackson Jones up at the plate. He would have loved to set the table for Jackson Jones, who's 2-for-2 two two in the game so far. Singled on a fly ball to the left field in his first at-bat. Doubled on a pop fly to left field. That was just fair. Takes the first pitch, ball 1-0. And takes the second pitch, ball 2-0. Jones with Cason Murphy awaiting his turn on deck. 2-0. Hit to left field with some hook to it. Brady Nolan comes on strong, settles, drifts to his right to adjust for that hook, and it makes the play for the third and final out. A 1-2-3 top of the sixth inning as the Central Rebels go down in order. We're in the middle of the sixth. Festus Tigers come to the plate when we return, trailing by one. One to nothing on KFMO.
2: Lecary Autobody Auto Body Supply, your PPG distributor for the parkland for over 30 years, is proud to support your hometown auto body businesses. Because these business owners were your classmates, they're your neighbors, your fellow church members, and their kids attend school with your kids. Support those who help support your community for years like American Metal and Mineral Point, offering full collision and classic restoration over 100 years of combined experience. American Metal also gives glass replacement and chip repair, paintless dent removal, and a lifetime warranty on their work. Voted Best Body Shop in the Parkland in 2018. American Metal and Collision is located on Business Park Drive in Mineral Point. And if you're looking for name recognition, look no further than Brad Wooten with Brad Wooten Auto Body. Located in the beautiful Arcadia Valley, Brad Wooten has a 10,000 square foot state-of-the-art facility with factory trained technicians and loaner cars on site. It's Brad Wooten Auto Body located at 401 North Main Street in Ironton. LeCarrie Auto Body, your PPG distributor in the Parkland for over 30 years, is proud to support
6: your hometown repair shops. You love your truck, and Plaza Tire Service is here to help you make it even better. We've got wheels, leveling kits, and of course, the area's largest selection of light truck tires. With ATs and mud tires up to 35s and bigger, Plaza Tire Service has you covered. The pros at Plaza Tire Service can help you select a great combination that will work with your truck. Plus, with our Plaza Tire Service card or no credit needed financing, your upgrades can be easy on your budget. So take your truck from stock to spectacular with Plaza Tire Service.
0: High School Baseball on KFMO is brought to you by the Riverside Grill in Park Hills, the Leadco Community Credit Union in Farmington and Park Hills, the St. Francis County Community Partnership in Farmington, Culver's in Farmington, and Edward Jones agents Josh Brown in Farmington and Allison Kennan in Park Hills. Well, there's that new age thinking in baseball. The most important inning, the quote-unquote save situation, May not always be in the final inning, maybe right here. Bottom of the sixth inning, Festus Tigers trailing by one. They've got two, three, and four due up. It is all-state shortstop
1: Hayden Bates coming to the plate to lead things off. You don't normally see a two innings and one out save situation. Here we are.
0: It's not that three-inning old-school save, but it's a big opportunity for Casey Murphy. First pitch from him, breaking ball, trying to drop it in back door on Hayden Bates. He lays off, and the count sits one up. I was asked Coach Schweiss when he came around before the last half inning began, is this one fouled back and out of play, whether or not there was a, a pitch count limit or a twice-through-the-order limit on starting pitcher Lucas Whitehead, who's in line for the win currently. And- Coach Roy said, no, they just want to kind of stretch him out. I don't think really there was any set limit or anything like that based on when I questioned him. And he said he ended by saying, plus, anytime he you can put Kaysen in.
1: <laughs> That's true. Kaysen working really well this season.
0: He's just an absolute killer on the mound. Has been the last two years for the Central Rebels. The 1-1. Just missing on the outside part of the plate again. Trying to drop in that breaking ball. Doesn't get the call. And it's a 2 1 count. I remember Cason Murphy hearing about his talent as a quarterback. Jet Bridges was the starter at that time, the 2 1. This time it's over the plate with the breaking ball and waving at it is Hayden Bates. He can't touch it, and we're all leaving it 2 and 2. But the, that was Jet Bridges' job at that time, back when Cason was a freshman. He'd play a little bit of slot receiver here and there. As there's strike three, the backdoor slider finds the zone, put it up backwards. Hayden Bates is down on strikes. And I'll bring Tyler Bizzle to the plate with one out. And then the first time I saw uh, him pitch, I was like, oh, wow. Okay, this is it was really our first chance to see athletically what he's capable of. And it's like, man, this kid is a really special athlete, you could tell already. Last year, followed it up with a phenomenal sophomore season. And he's back again this year with a junior campaign that's already off to a great start for the junior lefty for the Central Rebels. As Bizzle's behind 0-1 following that foul ball that rode up the netting on the right-hand side. Lefty Murphy throwing to the righty-hitting Bizzle. And not sure where that one missed, but it missed somewhere for a ball,
1: 1-1. Sean, it must have been just, just below the knees. You might need a microscope to see that one. See how low it was anyways. The 1-1. Got the corner
0: for a strike. In the counts it's one and two. That's where we need that, like, 3DK zone. <laughs> yes. Some of the uh, much, much, much larger budget broadcasts such as ESPN or Fox have going on where they got the 3D technology and it shows you just the littlest bit where the seam of the baseball Got the edge of the corner
1: of the strike zone, and that's why it's a strike, as that one is fought off foul. That'll be a fun conversation with program director Audra going back to the station. Hey, hey, can we get this? I don't know if it'd be a great
0: use of valuable station resources, considering we're a radio station. And it would only be for our benefit, not for the listeners at home's benefit. (laughs) That one will roll up the first baseline. Jonathan Boyer waits at first for it. Once it gets to him, that's out number two as Bizzle can't beat out the baseball. And there's two away with Brayden Montgomery coming to the plate. Check
1: the Mineral Area overhead door out of town scoreboard. After four innings, Valley Catholic still leading St. Genevieve on the softball diamond, 2-1. to Pitch low and outside, missing for a ball to Braden Montgomery. Want to know your count? That out of town scoreboard brought to you by Mineral Area overhead door at 1020 Woodlawn Drive, just north of Farmington. Inside part of the plate got it for a strike. They install entry and storm doors, decks and railings, beam central vacuum systems and more. For a full list of services visit com. Montgomery with
0: the 1-1. One, one. Swung on and missed and the count is 1-2 Mason Shermer waiting his turn on deck assuming Montgomery can reach safely Trying to avoid a 1-2-3 inning, and there's a chance for it here. Knocked down by Sammy Calloway at third. He'll clutch, throw across the diamond to first as he's got time, and he's got his opposing third baseman, Braden Montgomery, out. As Sammy Calloway able to recover at the hot corner. A 1-2-3 bottom of the sixth inning on 14 pitches. The Festus Tigers go down in order. To the seventh we go. Central Rebels looking to pad their 1-0 lead with their 2-3-4 and four hitters. Coming up when we return after this on KFMO.
7: Follow the rainbow this month to find the deal of your dreams. Hi, Ashley Sism from Sam Sism Ford Lincoln, the home of a lifetime warranty. The luck of the Irish is a theme all around, but there's no need for luck when you shop here, local in town. Making us your first stop to shop won't ever get old, because this month we want to help you find your pot of gold. Trade up and trade out of your ride today. Don't think that you can? We'll show you the way. This March, get employee pricing on all new Edge Escape and Sports. It's been far too long and deals have been few. But with X-Plan pricing this month, we're giving back to you. A great car buying experience is no mythical creature in green. It's a local hometown staff that truly makes you feel seen. There's no need for luck or for shopping around. We get most buyers approved with no money down. Rebuilding your credit isn't like searching for Clover. Our team will help throw past credit over your shoulder. Follow the rainbow this month to your pot of gold and employee pricing. Hurry in to Sam Sism Ford Lincoln today. Call 431-3177 or online at SismFord.com.
10: Credit
8: requires bank approval. Negative equity may be refinanced. See neither for details.
0: High School Baseball on KFMO is brought to you by Shelter Insurance Agent Scott Haggerty in Park Hills, Gilster Mary Lee in Chester, Illinois, your local Plaza Tire Service, Little Caesars in Farmington and Deloge, and Graphic Options in Farmington the top of the seventh inning. Actually, the three, four, and five hitters for the Central Rebels do up. Casey Murphy, Sammy Callaway, and Matt Mannion will all have a chance to bat here. And Casey Murphy will step in. 0-for-1 on the day so far. Walked in his opening plate appearance and popped out to left fielder Nolan, or Brady Nolan, rather. And his most recent at-bat trying to find uh, his first hit of the ball game as he digs into the left-handed batter's box against Nate Moore. pitch actually got a new pitcher in the ball game for the Festus Tigers it's pumped in for a strike as Jackson Gross is coming from left field or right field rather so that's the end of the day for Nate Moore we'll bring you his pitching line in just a moment here there's one that misses on the outside for a ball one and one your count I think just based on the height that might be Nate Moore standing out in right field at the moment Two and one, as that misses for a ball. Sammy Callaway awaiting his turn on deck. A pitching line on Moore. He goes six innings, complete, faced 20 batters on 86 pitches, threw 52 for strikes, 34 for balls. Good line for him. He allowed only three hits, one run, which was earned. Two walks, struck out seven, but... Not good enough. He's in line for the loss right now, unless in the bottom of the seventh inning as Festus Tigers can pick him up. 3-1, pulled foul, 3-2 your count. Festus Tigers will have 5, 6, and 7 due up when we return in the bottom of the seventh inning. Mason Schirmer, Jackson Gross, and Ian Brown will all bat. 3-2 and two, your count to Kason Murphy. Nobody out, top of the seventh inning. one ball ballgame. Sliced up the third baseline, and it's a fair ball and will roll into foul territory where it's picked up by left fielder Brady Nolan. Big turnaround first for Cason Murphy, but he'll stay there. Nice job by Nolan getting to that one quickly. It's a leadoff single
1: to begin the top of the seventh inning for Cason Murphy. That's a good piece of hitting by Murphy. That's a really good piece of hitting as he was able to keep the bat head down and drive that one to left field on the on a hop. And we do have an update on the right fielder for The Festus Tigers.
0: Here's the pitch to Sammy Callaway. That one is going to miss for a ball. Want to know your count to Sammy Callaway, who is one for two on the day so far. Flied out to right field and hit a double on a fly ball to left center field. It's Henry Rue that takes over in right field, in fact. Up the middle, snagged by the second baseman, Jeremiah Cunningham, but lost it. And safe at first base is Sammy Calloway
1: on the E4. Is That'll be a single, Sean. He had to go a okay. long way and dive to stop it and keep it on the infield. That's fair. I'll, I'll go with you on that one. It was a good job to keep it on the infield, though, by Cunningham. And he would have had to play at second had he not slid. And when he slid, his glove kind of rolled over and it just booted the ball.
0: So now it's Matt Mannion digging in at the plate in the left handed about box. And the Rebels with an opportunity to add to their lead. Nobody out. In the top of the seventh, and you've got Murphy at second, Callaway at first. Bunt shown by Matt Mannion, and it's fouled straight back. Just went way too far down for that one.
1: Dropped the bat head down. That one's going to be either popped up or fouled off every time. That was fouled off. The count sits 0-1.
0: Kendall Horton on deck. Barring a triple play, he'll have a chance to come to the plate. Gross sets. And the lefty with the 0-1 pitch. Fought off foul by Matt Mannion again. Actually, Gross really took his time on the mound there. I'm surprised
1: Matt Mannion didn't call time. What he was waiting on is, I think Gross was waiting on his first baseman to take a look at him. After he got the sign and came set, Gross kind of shook his head to for Festus to run the play they're running with the first baseman charging in on the bunt attempt. As soon as the first baseman took off, Gross delivered the pitch. Well, they want
0: to see if they can get Murphy across the diamond. That's why he was the one charging in from first base. There's a pitch that misses low and away for a ball. One and two, your count.
1: This is a, an now we're not in the bunt situation, but you'd want to push this one down the third base side in this situation. Gross,
0: again, taking his time. The one-two. Swung on a miss. Strike three. Matt Mannion is down
1: for the first out in the top of the seventh. A big strikeout from Jackson Gross. Eight, well, let's see Horton. if Kendall Horton puts down a bunt, or at least shows it. He has a couple of times in this game shown it and pulled it back. The runners are Casey Murphy at second and Sammy Calloway at first. This is the first pitching appearance for the season
0: for Jackson Gross as well. Pitch misses for a ball, 1-0 to Kendall Horton. Horton awaiting the pitch. Gross with a couple, looks to second. Kicks and fires the 1-0. Popped up, foul territory, way behind us and out of play. It's a 1-1 count to Kendall Horton, who's 0-2 for on the day so far. He grounded out in both of his at-bats. One to first on the hole where it was actually grabbed by Jeremiah Cunningham and he tossed to the pitcher Jack, uh, at the time for the out. And Nate Moore as the runner goes. Hit and run is on. It's fought off foul by Kendall Horton. Count is now one and two and grounded out the third in his most recent at-bat.
1: That was pretty close. Casey Murphy may have had that base stolen. Had the uh... Kendall Horton not found it off. I wonder if the hit and run was on and Ronnie Calvert giving the signs again. Murphy's a phenomenal athlete, which is what's
0: wild about this outfield for the Central Rebels. And you know, Joe Bryant is a great athlete. You had him in left field. It's Casey Murphy in center field, and then Kendall Horton's in right field. That is a ridiculously athletic and fast outfield. There's just a ton of speed in the outfield there. You're going to have like an outfield relay race amongst all the MAAA teams. The Central Rebels might <laughs> yeah, have – they might have true. that in the bag. I haven't Especially really had a I, chance Kendall to see Horton what all the MAAA – Yeah, we haven't had a chance what to see he, all of wow. what the A has to offer, but that – I mean, you throw Joe Bryant yeah, I didn't even think there. about Joe Bryant at left. Well, that's it. I mean, you know, Kendall Horton will play center field when Kaysen Murphy's not out there, but Casey Murphy will take that spot from him. He goes to right field, and then Joe Bryant, who might be the fastest kid on this team, is out in left field. It's just, an, an, that's an insane outfield with the amount of ground those three can cover amongst them Is there's, there's a meeting on the mound. That's adjourned, one of the assistant coaches for the Festus Tigers handling that meeting. Well, the home plate umpire in the contest, Mike Sheets comes out to break up that meeting. And he'll make his way back behind home plate and play will resume with a one-two count on Kendall Horton. Jackson Gross looking for back-to-back big strikeouts. Trying to keep it at a one-run game in relief. Gross sets at the chin. Looks to second. Looks to home. Looks back to second again. Looks back to home. And we'll step off the mound as time is called to the plate by Kendall Horton. I'm actually surprised it took
1: this long for Kendall Horton to
0: call time.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I I tell you what, Sean, if I'm in the box, five seconds, if you're not pitching me a pitch in five seconds, I'm stepping out.
0: I'll tell you what, Jackson Gross would not be a fan of Major League Baseball's pitch count rule. The 1-2, as he works quickly this time. Chopped the short, Bates to second for one. Dawn to first, in time, double play to end the top of the inning, 6-4-3. That will send us to the bottom of the 7th. So the Central Rebels, they threaten, but no more than that. They get no runs off of two hits, no errors in courtesy of the double play. Only one runner left stranded on a base. Festus trailing one we will send Shermer, Gross, and Brown to the plate when we return after this on the Parkland Sports Leader AM 1240 KFMO.
9: Edward Jones is a proud sponsor of local high school sports on KFMO. Call financial advisors John Brown or Madison Brown in Farmington at 573-756-9002 for all your investment needs. Edward Jones, making sense of investing. Member FDIC.
0: High School Baseball on KFMO is brought to you by LeCari Auto Body, your PPG distributor in the Parkland, Ozark Federal Savings and Loan in Farmington, Boyden Associates in Farmington, and the Kimber Monroe Law Office in Farmington. Bottom of the seventh inning, last licks for the Festus Tigers. It's Mason Schirmer to lead things off. He's one for two on the day so far. Grounded out on the right-hand side of the infield and singled on a hard ground ball to left field. That's his day so far. Cason Murphy remains on the hill. First pitch from him in the bottom of the seventh inning. Looking for the save and it misses low for a ball, 1-0. The 1-0. Missing low for ball two. Two balls, no strikes. Mason Murphy just delivered his 20th pitch of the game. And the 2-0. Fouled straight back into the netting. 2-1 and one your count to Shermer. Jackson Gross on deck. As much as Mason Shermer, maybe if anyone, is disappointed to see Lucas White out of the game considering the success that he had. Jackson Gross will be happy to see Whitehead no longer on the mound, even if it does mean he has to face Casey Murphy, as Whitehead really had his number throughout this game. Jackson Gross struck out swinging twice in his two plate appearances. The 2-1. Foul ball pops into fair territory. Jackson Jones picks it up. He'll just lightly toss it on to first in time for the out. Mason Trimmer had no idea that ball bounced into fair territory. He's kind of just mulling around outside the box on the first baseline.
1: Sean, that never bounced in foul territory. It actually took a hop in front of the plate and oh. went towards the pitcher's mouth. I, th- I thought it went
0: off the plate or behind the plate, but Jackson Jones is kind of just sitting back waiting on it like he's still in football season. Once that thing bounced in fair territory, like his linebacker self just attacked downhill
1: on it. It's a tough break for Mason Schirmer in that situation. He just put his head down after making contact. Sometimes you got to keep your head up. Count one and one. To
0: Jackson Gross. Lefty-lefty battle here as Murphy kicks and fires. Breaking ball dropped in for a strike. A beaut from Jackson from Jason uh, Murphy to Jackson Gross. Here's the one-two as Murphy's working quickly. Swung on a miss, strike three. Jackson Gross. A little hat dance as he is down for the third time this game via the strikeout. And he'll bring Ian Brown to the plate. Now the and Brown six, plunked in his Ian first Brown. at-bat, popped out to deep left field. Joe Bryant able to track it down. And the DH will dig in. Another lefty-lefty battle for Casey Murphy. Called a strike. On the inside part of the plate, Ian Brown. Murphy set at the belt, wasting absolutely no time. The 0-1. Breaking ball, laying off of it is Brown. He takes it for a ball downstairs. Counting is one ball, one strike. Ian Brown can reach safely. It's still a little while before Festus gets the top of the order back up. You've got Brady Nolan, the eight-hitter, due up next, and Wyatt Husky after that, and those two may not even see the field as there's a called strike on a breaking ball low, and it's a one-two count. Ian Brown digs in as Festus down to their final strike. The one-two. Fought off foul. will do it again. Brown reaching downstairs to just poke that one away. He doesn't want to leave this game in the hands of the home plate umpire. Murphy. Sets quickly. The 1-2. Breaking ball. Got him looking. Strike three, and that will do it. The Central Rebels hold on to the 1-0 victory over the Festus Tigers in a fun battle on the Diamonds. We'll take a break. When we return, Bill Betts, American Family Insurance post-game Show, comes your way next on KFMO.